And the skinny boy slide into his chair. Yeah, there he is. perfectly. <laughs> Such a nice tight fit. All that fasting paying off. Yeah, God, I'm not. I'm actually surprised I'm not starving right now. Well, I am not starving either, but I'm not surprised because we probably had 2,000 calories in Chinese food last night. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plus your ice cream. <laughs> Why did you have to add that? Well, I'm just saying. You said you're you you were surprised that you weren't hungry. And I was just saying, maybe we shouldn't be surprised. Well, maybe we shouldn't, but I don't know. The I don't know why you added the the ice cream part. That was kind of like between <laughs> me and you, and then now it's oh, between sorry. all of them as well. Well, I think, you know, the people need to know. Do they though? <laughs> that you. I feel like they could have like lived their cream. entire lives and yeah. not known. <laughs> how how was your ice cream? It was good. No, my favorite thing is you always say that you want to stop eating ice cream at night. Like you, you say that like every time you have ice cream at night, and then I just like that you change your mind a lot okay it's not that i change my mind part of it is that i want to get it out of there and that That's the nighttime true. seems like a good time to do it i know it's not good well and you're at a disadvantage because i don't even really like ice cream but every now and then i want a bite of ice cream so right. i bite it i buy it and i literally oh let's start timer and i buy it and i eat one bite of the ice cream and then I'm done with it. And then you're like, well, I got to get it out of there. And then it's a vicious cycle. And just for the people at home, let's clarify that when you say one bite, you really mean one bite and less, it's because it's it's less than a spoonful. It is less than a, it is. It's like if you imagine a teaspoon and I eat like half of it, sometimes I'll have two, two bites. Yeah. But it is, I do, if I have ice cream, it is definitely way less than a small scoop. Yeah. And then I'm stuck <laughs> scarfing down the entire pint. Okay. But you didn't. Okay. So the other day when I got that half coffee ice cream uh -huh. and we, we had, I think we we're watching Harry Potter and right. so like, Oh, let's have some play. We're in the movies. Let's have some ice cream. And so we each, you said, you want a scoop? And I said, yeah, a small scoop. Right. And then you brought it over. And then I intentionally, I had like the bite and a half I wanted out of my small scoop. And then I put it like behind me on the table. Yeah. I didn't say, I didn't offer it to you because I what do you think gonna, is going to happen? And then you just turn around and stared at it. And I said, did you want the rest of my ice cream? And you said, yeah. So it's not, I just want to make it really clear. It's not like I ever <laughs> pushed my extras upon you. Okay. The reason why I stared at it was, was because I wasn't sure if you were just like, I'm taking a rest. Oh, you know, I, I wasn't okay. sure if you were done with it or not. And and All I right, figured staring fair. at it might give you a little nudge. All right. So the, would you like me to tell you every time, hey, I'm done, do you want the rest of this? Yeah, I'm going to have it. Okay, okay. Unless it's Ben and Jerry's, in which case I'll probably have it, but not always because I don't love yeah. Ben and Jerry's. You know what I used to, and I can't tell if they've changed or I changed or if they just got rid of my favorite flavor, and that's... That what was, was your favorite the, flavor? It was one like they still have some with peanut butter, but they had one that was like vanilla-y peanut butter ice cream with peanut butter cups. And now, and I feel like all, I'm going to complain for a second about ice cream because okay. we said we don't really like it, but the one exception is I freaking love peanut butter. Right. But every ice cream company, like um, their flavors seem to be like chocolate and peanut butter. So it's always like chocolate ice cream with peanut butter or it's like Maybe it's vanilla ice cream, but then there's like a lot of chocolate stuff in there. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want the peanut. Like a little chocolate's okay. You know, like a Reese's what, amount of chocolate. What would happen if you just had peanut butter? You mean not peanut butter ice cream? Right. If you want, if you. Yeah. Yeah, that is. But I do like the light coldness of ice cream. Oh. You know, like that kind of feels like desserty to me. Could you do peanut but butter it, out of the fridge or freezer? I could. I could. And then you could do, I could put like a single chocolate chip in there and that would probably, you know what I could do because I like salt. And I like, as a kid, I loved um, peanut butter and saltines. Yeah. I could do that and I could just put like a chocolate chip on that and that way it would feel desserty. On a saltine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Something saltine. about saltine screams more like I have the flu unless I want dessert. No, but haven't you ever had like, 
I think I made it once. I can't remember, but there's like a recipe out there. I think where you can like basically like bake saltines and like make them like toasty brown oh. and then add chocolate. Like it kind of makes it like a yeah. It's it's a kind of like check mix. Chex mix like the or no muddy buddies is what I'm thinking of muddy okay something like that it's like that type of idea got it I feel like I uh, this morning I had a muddy buddy after all that ice cream <laughs> tell the people about oh <laughs> did your was your ice cream successful in counteracting your gas as was your theory no okay. it was absolutely not <laughs> his theory last night was that so that he was gassy and then he had the ice cream not a small scoop I'm guessing. It was and actually two scoops. Two scoops. And then he said, I think, I think that ice cream is going to counteract the gassy, which is great because you've also told me sometimes that you think you're borderline lactose intolerant. So I'm not, I think that's, that's an interesting combination of theories that you had going on. Well, that's how the scientific mind works, Lauren. You have a bunch of different hypotheses and you want to test yeah, them all out. Yep. And I was testing out that hypothesis last <laughs> night. Thank you for being a man of science. I do what I can. Okay. So we're now, oh, go ahead. No, no. Well, I had a thought yes. because so we were trying to decide, are we going to pull from our little cup today to do a, a random topic? Right. And we might do that. We never know. But then before this, we we're like, oh, are there any like, you know, kind of like burning topics, pressing topics on our mind? Right. And I, we said, both said no. But then as you we were setting up the camera, I did have one. Oh, what is but that? I forgot to tell you. Well, so it's actually, and I feel like we maybe have touched on this, but, and I, I can't remember how we got there, but yesterday yes. we were talking and you asked like what you were doing for the day. And you said something along the lines, I think you were going to do a podcast or ask if you're liking Oh, podcasts. yeah, the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and other then, day I was thinking about it. And then we were talking about that and you said you like, I don't know, like maintaining or like tipping the balance f towards basically the, the, oh. the creation versus consumption balance ratio. Yes. That kind of idea. Yes. Because that's one that we talk about a lot. Well, you actually, you because it was your thought. Well, so, so there's yeah. nothing... I, I gotta. I don't know if this is accurate. I was gonna say there's nothing I hate more than just scrolling through Instagram, or watching endless YouTube videos, or watching the news, or you know flipping through the news or anything. Basically, I that to me is careless consumption because mm -hmm. it's not meaningful in any way whatsoever. So for, I think I agree. I do agree. But like, what do you consider? What would you consider meaningful consumption? Like for watching, like, so last night when we watched Haunting in Venice mm -hmm. or A Haunting in Venice, whatever, mm -hmm. that was meaningful consumption because I had my computer open at the same, but then I shut it because I'm like, no, this is a good movie. Well, that's true. And on the top, I guess on the topic of meaning, like we decided to watch that. Like you had mentioned a while ago, like that looked, you're like, oh, that Tina Fey, whatever looked good. Right. And so we kind of had it on our radar and then I've been in like the mood for like spooky yes. stuff. Uh, and then it randomly, we watched a trailer and yeah, that is true. We were like, you know what? We want to watch that. Do you want to watch that today? And not only that, we, so we started it like in the afternoon cause we were having kind of lazy day. We started in the afternoon and we liked it so much, like the first like five, 10 minutes. And we we're like, no, we're going to save this for when it's dark because it was right. a movie that called for a dark setting. So you're right. That is meaningful consumption. I follow now. Yeah. And it was so meaningful, especially like it never, to your point of, no, we're saving this for the dark because it's spooky. Uh, I was reading, because it was so beautifully shot, mm -hmm. I was reading that they actually chose, a, a, I mean, I know, uh, I know productions do this, but they actually chose the camera that they used because of its low light capabilities. Because they Ooh. really wanted to do, A, they wanted to do digital, not film, partially because of the low light capabilities. But B, because they knew they were going to shoot it with practical lights, meaning like candles, lamps, gas lights, as opposed to uh, regular, like light, like stage right. lighting and stuff to, to affect the scene. 
uh, so they knew they were going to shoot with like candles and stuff. And then they're like, well, what's going to do well? Let's use the Sony Venice too. Uh, which I thought was a cool way to do it where it's like, and I know, I know it's probably standard way to do it, but it's, it's different than what, a an amateur or like a person like me would do where it's like, well, this is the camera I have. What can I do with it? They're like, what do we want to do? Let's go get a camera to do that. But anyway, it was so beautiful. That was conscious consumption yeah. to me. Agreed. So much so that it inspired me to go research. Like, well, how did they shoot this? Why did they shoot it that way? Yeah. Anyway. Agreed. So that's a movie recommendation for you. I yeah. If you haven't seen it, Haunting <laughs> in Venice. Very, very good. Um, okay. So yeah, back to... What are we looking at? Oh, no. Nothing. I just wanted to make sure we were recording. And we are. Excellent. <laughs> that would be... Wah, wah. Um, okay. So... But back to... What would you call it? Careless consumption. Yeah. Careless consumption versus conscious consumption. Oh, now we have like a title. Mm-hmm. This is great. Perfect. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't like the care... <gasps> and ice cream fits into that too. Like conscious versus careless ice cream. Uh-huh. It does. And yeah. it's ties with, with CC, Candid Creatives. Oh. This is just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so careless consumption. You are trying to avoid that, like cut back on... Okay, here's the question. Yes. Are you looking to cut back in your amount of careless consumption? So let's say that you do just hypothetically two hours per day. Are you looking to decrease that number or are you just trying to make sure that you create more than you consume, uh, more than you carelessly consume? Both. And I feel like they're related because if I'm spending more time creating, then I have less time for the careless. If, I, if I'm spending more time... Oh, yeah, yeah. If I'm spending more time creating... I have less time for the careless consumption, which means I want to maximize my consumption time or uh, optimize it, I guess. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so then I'm going to lean towards uh, conscious consumption. Was that the other word? I think so. Yes. Careless and conscious consumption. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like instead of just having TV on in the background, uh, like maybe I'll go to a different room or something and write and create something mm-hmm. to produce, to put out in the world. And then I come back and it's like, oh, well, I only have a couple of minutes or I only have two hours a day for this consumption. Let's, let's watch a, a really good movie. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I guess I haven't, I haven't consciously as much made that decision recently to say, okay, I'm going to create more than I consume just because I've been feeling inspired anyway, which is nice. But I have noticed even just pulling back a little bit, like it's like the less that you that you do carelessly consume, I'm just saying consume, the less that you consume, the, it's like, it feels weird then to consume. Like when it's not like your default. Yeah. Then all of a sudden like, like that, like if when I look at my phone now and I'm kind of like, oh, because I've deleted Instagram from my phone. Yeah. Um, not close my account, but just for a while I'm like, eh, I'm not even like using this. And you, I like you was just picking it up and I don't even, I don't really like Instagram, but it was just because it was on my phone. It's like the epitome of careless consumption Oh, exactly. because it was there and I would just click it. And you know, another thing that has changed and I know, I think there's been like, I think there's studies. I don't think this is like my groundbreaking thing, but you know how I, I was trying to make <laughs> you my heard phone. heard it here first. <laughs> groundbreaking research. But you know, I was making my phone all aesthetic. Yes. Pretty. So like I've done like, it's like a black background and I've done like custom icons. So it's all black Well, for the people at home. Yeah. But I was playing around with white. So probably in summer I'll switch. But anyway, the point is I have no like colors on my phone, like, and especially Instagram because it's like, like, you know, very vibrant, like rainbow essentially. Right. It's bright. It's neon. It's lots of colors. And even before I deleted Instagram, just by doing that default app, I noticed I was way less likely to like, like anything I then picked up my phone for, it had to be because, oh, I'm going to write a note. Oh, I need to add a reminder to things. Um, oh, I needed to, you know, send a cool that email, whatever the case may be. It was always, it was intentional. It was conscious. Yeah. As opposed to before when they were so like dazzling, 
then you pick it up and you're like, ooh, Pinterest, ooh, Instagram. Um, and then to go back to the study, wasn't there, didn't we like read somewhere or maybe it was just like a tip we read where you can like change your phone to accessibility mode and yeah. it makes it like kind of like grayscale. Yes. That's is the same as idea, just this is a little bit prettier. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. There's a guy, uh, there's a comic who I, I was sitting next to the other day at the club and he was on his phone and I noticed it was in black and white. And I don't know, I didn't ask him, I didn't, I didn't want to ask him like, hey, are you doing that because you're colorblind <laughs> or are you doing it because you're trying to, you know, be yeah, more like digital minimalist. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Cause it does make it less attractive just to like scroll indiscriminately through Instagram. Like yeah. if everything's just in black and white, then it's not as, as sexy as it is normally. Well, you have to kind of like think about it, especially like the way that I have it, like the icons are pretty tiny. Like they're, they all sort of look the same. You have to like really focus like, right. okay, which one here? Um, and yeah, it's been weirdly, it's been effective definitely. But then I think the plus side is even like now that I'm stepping away, I'm like, well, I don't even really want to be on this thing mindlessly scrolling. Like, and it's gotten me so much more excited about working on so many other things. There is, um, that's actually the same reason I have my apps set up. I don't have a home screen with apps on them. Mm -hmm. I, on my iPhone, I just have the, I don't know, do they call it library or something in the app library so, yeah. where it's that annoying view where it kind of automatically sorts them into categories and it's because it's annoying. It is annoying. Totally. But it, yeah, but it's because it's annoying. It, it It's the annoyingness of it that slows me down just enough yep. where I'm like, that adds a little friction. Yes. Just a little bit of friction where I'm like, I don't know if I really want to go into Instagram yep. or wherever I'm going. And it's because so, because it changes locations. It's not like it's in the same spot every time as well. So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, I want to go into Instagram. Well, it's a kind of a pain in the ass. No thanks. Right. I'm yeah. Good. And your habits broken, right? Because it's not like, oh, you kind of like subconsciously know Instagram's on like you know the like top left corner or whatever. Right. It's you got to go look for it if yeah. you want it. Well, it's the same way that having good habits is been like it's it's hard to set up a good habit, but it's like all right. Well, every day at nine a.m. I go to the gym, mm -hmm. and from nine to ten, and then at ten o'clock I break fast or whatever, have a shake. Like that's that it's ice kind cream. of on autopilot. Yeah, ice cream, which I was at, for a little while. I did add a scoop to my shakes to sweeten it up. See, that could be when I get ice cream. Oh, that yeah. could be a way that you could use it up. Like you could use that dud of a oat milk. Oh god, that was a disgusting mistake. Oh, it wasn't disgusting. It was wasn't it a little bit better than you thought it might be? Okay, I did fair. I thought the oat milk ice cream was going to be deplorable. Yeah. And it was just... I kind of had the same... I'm not reason. buying it again. No, but you know what? I think I picked the worst possible flavor to go with oat milk ice cream. Because I like it was cookie dough ice They didn't have peanut butter. So I got cookie dough ice cream, which like as a kid, I really liked. And I think because like cookie dough is already kind of like mildish and like sweet bland. And oat oh, milk yeah. has a very strong... Like I wonder because they had oat milk coffee. Like I wonder if... We, or like pistachio or like mint. If we got something that had a stronger flavor to kind of like balance out or... But you yeah, maybe, but it was also the texture. Yeah. Like that's why I love regular ice cream. We're it's... different like that, but yeah, I, I agree. It was, especially knowing you like the richer ice cream and I yes. like more like kind of like soft serve Well, fro-yo-ish. Oh yeah, that is, okay. But the benefit of, I guess the way to make soft serve work, the reason why soft serve work is it's kind of creamy, not thick, heavy, it's more the... the temperature-based texture as opposed True. to ice cream, which is, I like the custard, the fatness. <laughs> fatness. Yeah. You know, from the yolk. <laughs> oh, I just like that word. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love You like really fatness. got into that word. I do. There was full hand gestures with the fatness of his ice cream. <laughs> I love the body. Um, okay. But yeah, so da -da -da -da. 
Oh, you're right. You just said, see, we needed the pumpkins that we had last year. Oh, we do need the pumpkins. Because there was a that you just said, and now What'd you do with my pumpkins? What did I do I with took, them? I took down oh, the Halloween yeah. checkers because it's November. So That's true. So now, like, the big question is when Christmas is going up. But you know, I'm not called yet. And you know when I get called, I get very called. I do. I do. And I, I used to be so strict about, not so strict, but, like, in general, because my family decorated the weekend after Thanksgiving. Right. That was always my default. But, like, I've kind of been flirting... I will never do before Halloween, but I have been flirting with the before Thanksgiving decorating every other year. Oh, yeah. so, I'm, so. I'm all for it. Why not? I mean, we have all this, well, not us necessarily, but people in general have all these Halloween, or, I'm sorry, all these Christmas decorations. Right. You might as well keep them up for a little while. Like I, I want to, I think the perfect time to put them up is however long it takes so that by the time Christmas rolls around, you're kind of like, Okay. Yeah. I'm ready. Maybe like the maybe day after Christmas, you're like, let's get these things out of and here. And we usually do. I think like I think you're supposed to keep them up to like Epiphany, which is what the January sixth or whatever, or like most people wait through New Year's Eve. We don't even really. No, get that's that the fun. insurrection. That's not the Epiphany. It is. <laughs> the, you know the January sixth insurrection. Oh. <laughs> but insurrection does sound like resurrection. <laughs> epiphany. I know. I was like, wait, am I that far away from my Catholic days that I don't remember <laughs> this term? I, follow, I did just, I, I did like, I, I just slide it right under. <laughs> well, I should have known by the little smirk. Yeah. Okay. So yes. we're, you know, we're going to save that Christmas conversation because I think when we decorate, we're going to give these people a real treat and describe <laughs> detail because I had to pick my theme and I haven't picked my theme yet. And yes, I do have a Christmas. Well, and you know, my mom is going to be waiting to see That's how true. we decorate Fred. I know Fred, Fred's going to get a lot of twinkle lights. I will say that Fred will be twinkle lights. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And actually Poor the guy. same way. We did. I decorated all the all the, the boys. All of our plants are boys. We've got lots of plants, and I decorate them at Christmas with lights. So they're all gonna get. And they love it. They're gonna get dazzled. Um, okay, so but I'm going back to consumption because okay. I, I do. No, no. Actually, I'm 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 pivoting a little. Let's Pivot. move to the next part. So so you're cutting back on consumption. Yes. Careless consumption. Yes. And when you when you say like create like why why does that call to you like is it is it like goal related or like career related or is it kind of like soul like your well, soul feels like the need to put something out there maybe it could be all the above but the the initial take the gut reaction i have is it's more about where what i want to identify with meaning i don't want to be like you people you know, like not speaking to you people, but I don't want to be like, not our beloved listeners. I don't want to be like, which is, this is kind of a, it's a kind of a double-edged sword. Cause the more that I don't want to be like those people, the consumers, the more I have to realize like, well, we depend on consumers to consume right, our content. Right. And I think that's okay. But like it's, I would much rather be, well, it's, it's for the same reason. Let me back up. The reason I produce, I'd rather produce is I think the same in personal and professional situations. In a personal situation, I would much rather be the guy making the drinks or hosting dinner because, I don't know, for me it's like lower stakes, lower pressure because I know what I'm doing uh, and and plus it sets me apart from everybody else. And there's something, I don't know, I think that's what I keep coming back. I don't want to be with everyone else. I want there to be... An elite factor? Yeah, yeah. I want there to be a three-foot bar between us. I would rather be in the kitchen um, I, it, like it goes back to my theater days in high school well, in our theater days in high school where it's like I would so much rather be the guy on stage hanging out with the people on stage and backstage because we're a bunch of weirdos and but you know you belong there yeah and when you're in the audience you're just one of a million people you you know 
nobody sticks out. You're all just whatever. Uh, so yeah, that's why I want to be on the side of a, I want to be on the production side. Well, okay. I don't, I, I drew, I, I will, I will say I don't really feel that necessarily, but then I also think we're just wired so differently. We're like, I don't even think about that. Like the idea of where I want to be at a dinner party. <laughs> we just like, somebody feed me. So maybe I'm, <laughs> I think I'm on the other side of like, somebody just bring me the drink. And, and the, this is why a relationship and, works. And put this cheese plate in front of me. Um, but I think, and I think maybe you like brushed on this briefly. So maybe we're not totally different here is like, I find in conversations, not always, but in general, in conversations, the people that I enjoy speaking with the most and the conversations I enjoy the most are with people who have created something. Yes. So I find it so much more interesting not that, I mean, like, sometimes you can talk to somebody, but you're like, oh, maybe you're like, oh my gosh, I just read the most amazing book. And of course, like, like those can be great conversations. We've had them here of like, this book really impacted us. Or the movie, right? Like, there can definitely be instances of consuming something that you like. But, but you're right, there are some people that, and like, <laughs> we know who they are, who they are continually, like, sending or talking about the stuff that they've consumed. But like, you're like, but I'm like, but what have you been doing? And then you realize, oh, they haven't been, not that everybody has to be like a creator making a YouTube video or whatever, but like you realize like, like sometimes the people that are just consuming are a little less interesting to speak with than the people that are like, okay, but what, what have you done? Like take that consumption and get inspired by it and do something. Like I love talking to those people. So to your yes. point, like I want to be one of them. Yeah. 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 It's very, yeah. At least we both share that in common. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's also like if you, if we're just consuming then, and just, sending a YouTube link or, uh, Hey, just forwarding something. Uh, like if I'm, if I'm all I'm doing is consuming and then just bouncing it around, it's why am I even here? Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. like I would much rather offer humanity. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's my identity is like, I'm here to actually offer humankind something to think about or to do, whether right. it's entertainment yeah. doesn't have to be thought provoking, but that, it's still like, I'm going to help you waste time better. Yep. Okay. That's my job. <laughs> uh, well, it's almost, sorry, I got so excited about this, but like, that is really true. And we've talked about this before too, of like at the end of your life, right. Whether that be like tomorrow or if you live till like 99 of sort of like, okay, what did I do? Like, do you want to be the person that's just like, well, I watched every season of Grimm. <laughs> five times in a row talking to myself here. Cause I'm a big grim fan or like do like, Oh, I just watched like bones 10 million times. And of course, like, I think we, th there does have to be a balance, right? Like there is something, sometimes I actually can get creative inspiration from consuming something. So I'm not saying you should never watch TV, never read a book. Like, obviously I think that is important, but like when I look at like what makes me feel really good and energized and like productive at the end of the uh, you know, day, week, month, whatever year, it's like, okay, well, like what did I cre create? Like, yeah, yeah, it really does come down. Well, and we don't have kids. And I think that would be a, yeah, what a lot of people absolutely. might lean on is like, this is what I created. Well, and that's I, totally. <laughs> yeah. 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 We don't have that outlet. So we <laughs> do this podcast and right. write books and yeah. Okay. Well, and I can't remember which philosophers would argue that this, that there are, that the, one of the reasons why people either have children or create anything mm -hmm. is to propagate their own idea. Like it's right. kind of to propagate the species, but it's also to just continue on and live forever. Yeah. Like, yeah. And there's gotta be remember. something about like, just this sort of like need to put your stamp on the world. What was the, it's the guy who did the Elan Vital, uh, oh, um, 
I keep uh, I keep hearing the voice of uh, the story of philosophy, yeah. Will Durant's narrator, and I can't remember who it was. But anyway, anyway. Well, ahead. speaking on on the note of philosophy, something you were saying made me think too about that idea of like you want to be we want to be creators instead of consumers. And I think sometimes what calls me about that is like creating is really hard and like it's borderline unpleasant at times because when like you're putting yourself out there, which is always we've talked about like that is vulnerable as heck. You set yourself up for the YouTube trolls and like also feedback that you don't really, you didn't ask for. (laughs) Like, I mean like every time like there is, there is, that's just part of what comes with it. Right. I'm not even complaining about it because it's just what happens when you put stuff out there, but it is difficult. And I wonder part of, if that's not part of why we like it a little bit, knowing that we're um, fans of like the the Ryan Holiday set, like the obstacles away, that yeah. whole like stoicism, like there really is, like there is something so sa- like deeply satisfying about hard work. Emphasis on the hard, I think, like when it is difficult because it is so much more painful in a lot of ways to sit down and try to write your own screenplay than it is to turn on YouTube and watch right. something. Um, but I, f- and rather, I feel like when you, after you sit down and write that screenplay, I feel like I'm a better person because of it. Like it, not, not just a nicer person, whatever, but I feel like I have, it's almost like working out. Like fuller person kind of. Yeah. A fuller person where after I come back from the gym, I feel spent. Like I feel like my body did something and hopefully I'm a little bit fuller because of it. But, uh, and writing, doing something hard, creating something, I think makes me feel the same way before my mind or spirit. Yep. And where, sometimes working out can totally, it really is like, it's cause sometimes it can just suck. Like, like there are times, especially if it's like not a great work, like run day. And I'm like, I hate this. Like it's, it's kind of miserable, but it's like good miserable. And then when you're done, you're like that, like being miserable for that 45 minutes was so much better than being comfortable for those 45 minutes. I have never enjoyed any minute of any workout Ever. Really? It's, Not even on a run? No, I hate running, but I love having run. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, like I've maybe like in the 10 plus years I've been running, I think I've had like two runs where I'm like, oh, I think I, I, I touched that endorphin thing for half a second. So I am kind of with you. It's I mean, really enjoyable. Yeah. It's, I have to manufacture the, the love of it. Right. Like when I'm each rep or something of a bench press, I'm like, I have to think about Actually, I, I, I try to go, I try to take my mind elsewhere. Same, that, I yeah. try to go someplace else. My like, goal is always to try not to be aware that I'm working out. Right. So I got to have my, my right Taylor Swift playlist. It's the place. same. It's the same thing. Like when I take a cold shower afterwards and all I can do is take my mind to a different place. And usually that place is, I can't wait to tell people about this cold shower. Interesting. <laughs> Like about the details of the shower? Just. No, no. I was trying to make a joke. You know how everybody <laughs> no, that's no, like, I know. I everybody know. who takes a cold plunge is like... Oh, yeah. It's the same as, as you know, vegans. Right, yeah. To talk about it. The only reason they suffer through their diet is to be able to tell somebody But, you know, it. and like I know we joke about that and I like fully when I go through some sort of phase too, I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't, haven't eaten meat for a while and it's amazing and I have to tell everybody. But I, I also... Like, I like that excitement sometimes that like even from the cold shower, like even if it is like self. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like it's. But it's, it goes the same way where like I'm excited that I'm like, I feel like I'm becoming a different person when I right. go through the struggle. And you can't help but share it. Not just you. In yeah. General, in general. Yeah. Like I always like when you go out to eat or drink with somebody and, and you're like, you know, you're ordering something and then they say like, hey, do you have anything that's vegetarian? Or, mm-hmm. you know, because like they didn't lead with it. Or did, or they ask like, Hey, do you have a non-alcoholic drink or something on mm-hmm. the menu? 
And it's like they didn't lead with it. They didn't right. go out and say, like, I can't, like, uh, right. you know. Right. It's not like a core part of their identity that they... Or at least they're outwardly facing, you know. Agreed. Like, we, I have, we have friends on both sides of that that mm-hmm. don't tell us. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, don't, don't tell. They don't announce it to the world. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. Probably because they're scared to around me or something. Maybe because I'm like, well, I can't, you know. <laughs> don't lead with that. <laughs> You Talk can't. about it on your podcast instead. <laughs> get oh, yourself did, a microphone. Did you get... Uh, I, oh, my mom was texting me. Uh, she's our one listener and viewer Hi, out Dana. there. Uh, and she was asking if we ever plan to interview people on this podcast. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, I am definitely open to it. I will say, and this is going to sound like a weird humble brag, and I really don't mean it as such. Like, I get so many podcast interview requests from other people. Like, sometimes it just seems like there's so many podcasts out there. Here's part of it. I feel like this is okay. Sometimes it feels like people start a podcast, but then, and because they, they want to have a podcast because maybe they just want to, or maybe it's like part of their business plan. Maybe they've heard that podcast can help grow your business, your followers, your whatever. Yeah. And but then you're like entirely reliant on other people for your content. Um, oh, yeah. And so, so, yeah, I don't know. I, but I am, I am definitely like open to it. And especially it'd be fun. Like, we've now, like, I know that we're mostly like novel novelist and um comedian but like because we're calling this candid creatives like this is not a writing podcast and this is not a comic podcast specifically right. like it would be fun to like to talk about people like get like other kind of artists and like musicians and even like because entrepreneurs are absolutely creatives um i think in terms of like you come up with an idea and you try to get it out into the world mm. like we can kind of open up to all to all sorts like katie farnan would be fun to have on here yeah. Yeah. My mom was asking we were if we were going to have Chatty Chatfield on, as she calls Chatty him. Chatty Chatfield. Yeah, I feel like we tap poor Jason for so many things, but yeah. <laughs> we'll drag him on here. Can you come on at, my podcast? At some point, he'll, <laughs> well, he'll have no choice. Yeah, so that's why, to get back to your point, that's why I've been, I was thinking about, that's why I, I'd like creating. It's to tip the balance back to... Yeah more of the creative side of the consumption creative continuum. Three C's. Three C's, man. We are, we should just call this C. <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple C's. <laughs> He's wincing. He didn't like that one. <laughs> well, I'm actually mostly thinking about it because when I was working on this logo, it's like, dang, C's like a really difficult um, letter to work with. Or maybe it's because I couldn't unsee Chanel. Because right. that was also two C's. Yeah. Coco Chanel. All right, so we've got 30 seconds left, Anthony, and okay, I'm just going to ask you this. Fire away. Do you think now that you have you been, I know you've been intending to, do you feel like you have been creating more since you mentioned that? I think it was like a week ago, or have you not gotten there yet? I have been. Yes. Yeah, taking that conscious effort to like, no, I'm going to, well, actually, I've been off of Instagram a little bit more since the book release, Emergency Contact, available everywhere mm-hmm. books are sold. And I have been much, much more present in the creative space. Like, and actually morning pages has been helping with that. Oh, that I think should be our next topic next okay. week, but no, I mean, not trying to cut you off, but yeah, no, no, I, no, yeah. because morning pages for me too. I know. We're going, we're going Wait, I didn't hear the ding. I didn't either. Does actually. it ding? I think it does usually it ding. Usually does usually Maybe ding. Maybe it's on silent mode. Um, yeah, but I, I would say morning pages has been, yeah, I have a lot to say on this. Okay. Well, we'll table it, but yeah, morning okay. pages for me has been. All of a sudden, since I started doing that, I've been more focused, getting more done, and more creative. Yeah. So with that teaser. (laughs) Find out next time how morning pages are going on Candy Creatives. And we may or may not have Christmas decorations up.
We may or may not. We'll have to see. All right. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Thanks for guys. listening. You can catch us every Tuesday. Uh, every Tuesday. I don't know every why Tuesday. I was going to say a time on there. I think I release them pretty early in the morning, except uh, this one. Yeah, not today. Which would be late. We're a little bit later. Thanks okay. for watching. Thanks Bye, for listening. Guys. Bye.